Welcome to the Creative Space Podcast, shining a light in the creative industry. I'm your host, Kayla Dundee, actor, writer, director, and comedian. It's a podcast by creators, about creators, for creators. This week, we've got someone on who I didn't really know before um, before recording this episode, but I've been suggested them by a previous guest, actually, and, and I'm really excited to to find out quite a lot about them and about their making process and about who they are as a maker. So without further ado, let's get into it. Hi, I'm Christine Antavensi and this is my creative space. Here we, here we are again with another episode and as you now know we've got Christina on so let's start where we always do. What aspects of the self-made creative industry are you in? Um, so at the moment um, I've drifted away from um, a traditional approach to art which is painting and yeah. illustration. Uh, towards sonic arts and through sonic arts, sound art, um, I found uh, love for music. So I'm uh, now exploring songwriting um, and also experimentation with sound and music um, in an organic form. Awesome. What well, that's. That's, that's what so so did you start off um uh doing doing fine art then and then and then just just discovered sound while while sort of studying fine art yes i found that uh, because of how free the course um that i was doing was in uni um there was a workshop that I would attend that was called Sound Capsule, where it was all about just making noise, but it didn't have to be music, it didn't have to have any rigid structure and like expectation, it was just people having fun making noise, and that introduced me somehow into um that fascination with um creating sound um but it came from a i think it was encouraged um weirdly enough through um a place of uh fine art studies that's quite cool that's yeah because because uni gives you so many so many opportunities that that i think you can just just find a like you may be studying one thing but just drift to something else but it doesn't and um it's sort of the beauty of doing what what we do like you can just just drift between things and and you're still creating you're still being creative so let's let's take it back to to, to a young you what was a young you like where did you grow up and how has that maybe influenced where you are now as a creative yes so i grew up in greece until i was 13 and i had um quite a bizarre experience living there i found that there were lots of things uh, that were considered the norms at that time in that country that i did not quite understand uh, i feel like immediately being born in uh, in greece you're often um, um, pushed towards having an orthodox christian um view of the world um and uh also um patriarchy and uh, uh 
nationalism it, it was quite prominent at those times and I I really felt like I would I would never quite fit in um, as I was growing up with uh, people around me and uh, certain aspects of um, social behavior that was normalized um, but I will always uh, as a child had really strong um, dreams and um, visions of what to me would be an exciting um, life to live I guess because a lot of times in in the past, in childhood, I had found myself in situations where I wasn't at a place where I was happy yeah. in my life. Um, and so I had to imagine that place. And I feel coming to London now, uh, I've been here for four years, that um, my experience of living in London and meeting people and experiencing uh, uh, the art world and the music world feels very much like those dreams I had when I was a child um, of living a life that's like uh, full of uh, imagination because um, I find in London there's so many uh, spectacular creative minds and so much love for music um, that um, despite the weather because I, I do prefer <laughs> weather obviously yeah uh, it's what makes me stay here really is that all of the creative minds that are building communities yeah, yeah well that that's it I think um, I, th I think London does just just have a thing of of no matter what what area of of the creative arts you want to go into, you are sort of surrounded by it in London with with the art galleries, the concert venues, the the theatres. Um, there's so much of it going on constantly that, that I think it's it's just it's just a great place to 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 find sort, sort of where you do fit in and. And especially if, if if you felt like you didn't fit in in Greece, um, to then to then like like make like make the the actual change happen yourself to be like, well, let's find somewhere where I do fit in, and and like what does what does fitting in look like um, for you? And that's I th I think that is is really cool that like you. You sort you sort of knew from from, from a young age that that like like you had a base idea of where you wanted to or what you wanted to be around um, and and so so I mean I mean I've grown up in London and so 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 London is has has always been such a big a big creative thing for me um, and. And I can totally understand why 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 other people would would want to come here for for the creative arts especially because as I said the opportunities are endless, um, which, which 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 you you clearly noticed and and um, yeah it seems that it's it's it is one of the things where where people will will, will create sort of. So no matter what's going on, um, and, and in some ways it, well, in many ways it drives people to, to, to create more more when things are are tougher because it's sort of the only outlet we know. Um, so yeah, so let's so now now that you're in London, um, let's talk about about your actual studies and and what you're studying. Um, where you're studying and talking all about that because obvious, um, obviously the um, I, I know I know where you're studying because because 
well that's how that's how we got in contact for this but but for everyone else let's let's talk about about, about yeah your your studies and how how you came to decide you wanted to do it and and how you're finding it yes um so i i came to decide to do fine art because um it was something that i was always doing since school um unconsciously when i was bored at lessons i would draw but also i would uh, spend um much more intuitive interest in uh, uh, creating rather than uh, some other subjects in school and so forth but obviously because of as most parents do sadly uh, I guess less so in uh, 2021 yeah. Um, yeah. but as, as lots of parents do they discourage um people from going uh, into the art world uh, yeah. for financial reasons so I was inclined towards doing psychology or uh, environmental studies but I was placed in my last years of high school at a um, class that was specifically for kids that were disrupted so that diminished my chances of um, actually uh, pursuing anything else which I'm really happy about because I feel like I would still be very out of place if I was in another field of academic studies that doesn't directly um, deal with creating um and um i i was inclined to go towards fine art at this point because i felt like my strongest and deepest connections were with my art teachers rather than other teachers and so forth um so i started off doing a foundation at camberwell and i wanted to do animation uh but then i I thought that uh, I I should perhaps, uh, before rushing into that decision, um, consider all of the other parts of the process of being uh, making an animation, other than just like the concept, the script, and the characters, the uh, art style, aesthetic. Because I I was really keen on creating a vision for a story and creating the uh, the reality in terms of uh, its uh, art style and uh, all everything that um, basically takes to create a new world but I was um, not so keen on maths and technology that I'm part of uh, animation um, so I thought that um, fine arts would allow me to explore more um, areas of art without um, settling down in one uh, special specialism that if I want to drift away from that, I might be chained uh, into that um, specialism. So uh, that way, I did find that fine arts very much uh, encouraged uh, people on my course in UAL at the Chelsea Campus Fine Arts. Um, it really encouraged people to um, challenge um, their own creative process so um, if they were doing something for quite a while let's say if they were painting for their whole life it's like uh, instead of somebody telling them oh you have to keep perfecting your painting they're also saying like do this if you want to do it keep painting if you want to paint but 
this is the time now that you're young to explore um, other forms as well of creating uh, that you might be inclined towards and it might be constructive uh, for your greater vision uh, as an artist so people were encouraged to like uh, take on sculpture take on video work and film take on uh, sound and performance and uh, that was really uh, beautiful to witness uh, for all of my friends likewise how much their art uh, art forms branched out to different mediums as they as we all grew together through that course which really allowed us to also develop more versatile skill sets so I'm, I'm happy of that free structure that that course offers yeah because i think um like like with 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 i think every course in in ual they they're very much like like you can do this if you want but don't feel like you're restrained to doing that which which um which is so good especially for for, for young creators because i think i think as you said it is so so sort of important for us to to be able to to just experiment and try stuff out and find out where um where our, our sort of true true love is in the arts and um and it's it's like it's like you said with 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 animation like like looking into the into the to the sort of into the basis of of of, of that style of, of of creating before going into it and then and then just just digging a bit a bit deeper to find that, that, that oh maybe this isn't what i want to be doing after all but doesn't mean i don't i don't like it and appreciate it but it's just not not as as interesting to me, to me as i thought it was and that's but but i think as like as ual sort of pushes pushes us towards so much um it it really encourages so many ideas and pushes us to to be like yeah just because you're not doing that now it doesn't mean you can't visit that at a later date and doesn't mean you can't um you can't return to that or it doesn't mean um like what what you're doing now has to be what you always do you can you can easily just just chop and change and do whatever whatever sort of you feel pulled towards which is such a great opportunity for us especially as you said while we're young and so what how would you say your time studying has sort of influenced where you want to be in the industry now so what um well i mean i i'd say more as you've mentioned um leaning towards sound how is how have you sort of gone from from um painting sculpture animation to then to then um wanting to to, to create music and 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 look at that sort of sort of form of making. Um, I find that um, it was um, something that um, was somehow organically developing throughout my uh, degree. That I was I would start to go. M- to gigs, uh, see live music more than galleries, uh, just naturally, and uh, a lot of my references for my art would be of musicians, and I was having a really, really big fascination with lots of instruments that make peculiar sounds, so like, I was uh, really, really 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 interested in finding new music and um, listening to uh, different bands um, and some albums that say had has had they 
have had such tremendous significance in my life that it feels like um, very much I have a playlist of different albums in my heart that yeah. I can play and kind of memorize how the whole songs go and feels like home when I'm there. So I felt much more of a, a deeper love uh, for music in some ways and I wondered why that was and then I realized when I started trying to make music myself that what I was really inclined towards it was that you are when you create music especially let's say when you sing which is something I really love doing uh, or also improvising um, it's a very immediate uh, form of expression um, I, felt, I feel when I sing that I'm so much in the moment in what I'm doing and I'm so present in my body as I am doing that act that um, it feels um, it feels immensely satisfying um, and it uh, feels to me because I know for example uh, birds always uh, have certain hours uh, in the day where they improvise in order to get a dopamine fix in the brain and then yeah. uh, keep their mental health in check. I felt pretty much the same thing whereas I thought with painting sometimes I was getting um, too chained into this uh, perfectionism and nothing was enough I needed to add more I needed to add more detail I needed to add more content uh, in the image and it felt like sometimes I was escaping um, emotions that I, I would have rather preferred to let them burst out and I think um, music often like whether you're getting uh, feelings out with your voice or like playing an instrument and also I know that actors as well feel similar to when they are performing and they do an emotional performance it feels a really immediate uh, transformation and catharsis um, and I love witnessing that also when looking at artists um, transform on stage um, so I would say that uh, now uh, I'm really interested on slowly developing more and more of a skill set to uh, uh, find myself in the future within that industry but there is part of the music industry uh, that I like, which is smaller labels that are more independent and they have a less commercial and profit-orientated ethics and there is a part of the music industry that I'm not inclined towards which is like commercial radio um, stuff and like um, uh, industries where every song produced needs to have an algorithm that somehow guarantees to bring uh, more audience and more profit. Um, that to me feels like uh, music becomes quite alien when it's so pre-calculated for a specific uh, purpose. Yeah, I think I think there's it's a really key thing to for whatever you're making for it to for it to sort of flow naturally and come naturally which which is is so clear in the in sort of moving away from the sort of perfectionism of of painting and and going into just just singing or performing for the for the joy of it and and just because that's what you feel in that moment and 
and I think I think that's that's definitely really present in the um, in sort of more independent music as well because a lot of them are more passion projects than than they are sort of for the money whereas whereas there's a lot of um, as you said commercial music that's it's very much this is a sound that can sell and and this is a sound that will make you this amount of money when that's great if that's what you want but but i think there's a there's a real thing of if you're doing it for the love of it and for the passion of of making music then an independent scene gives you way more opportunity to do that and to sort of explore that and really develop on that um so it was would you say there was sort of a light bulb moment where 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 you sort of went yeah this is this is what i want to be doing now this is this is the sort of place i want to be heading yes I think I think there was um, a light bulb moment, um, and it was um, part of part of that um, process that um, led me to that. Was that I always, when I was young, I always had dreams of uh, me performing music and uh, me um making music and singing but i was not pursuing that outside of my head because it was very much like a non-attainable goal in my perspective i thought like i should have started earlier uh, i'm like i'm 18 now or something when i was like that age like or like I'm 20 now, I'm yeah. 21 now. I can't uh, just start because other people that do it have had years of uh, musical practice and also uh, knowing theory um, and so forth. And then um, one day, because I used to smoke uh, a lot and I used to be addicted to it. Yeah. So yeah. one day I, I was trying to really uh, contemplate uh, why I was smoking so much. And uh, as I really realized it was impacting my health and uh, it was, uh, I had to like dive deep psychologically into understanding what is the source of it and one of the reasons I found was because I was um, really suppressing my voice um, from being heard uh, both in, in terms of singing and also in terms of expressing myself and I think that's why I had been so inclined towards drawing because I could not say how I felt, I could not express it in any way vocally, so I would draw it, but I thought I would love to replace um, a smoking with singing because it feels like that would be the biggest challenge for me as it's like the thing that I hadn't the most fear about um, and um, that kind of made my own music practice replacing smoking as like I wouldn't say like an addiction now because I think I often relate addiction to like dependency and like something bad but I think like being addicted in a way to like making music is uh, a good thing. It's not a thing that uh, you become a slave of the music. Um, you become, uh, you transform into the music yourself and uh, uh, 
let out um, a world that exists within you that um, is beyond uh, your conscious um, idea of uh, who you are as a person. Yes, um, I forgot. I forgot what the question was. <laughs> well, well, you've you've given me a lot, a, a, like a, a lot there in terms of in terms of sort of sort of um, finding out that the not only was it something you enjoy, but like you were able to to make it have a positive impact on 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 you, and make it able to sort of replace something negative with um with something that's that's way that's way better and and just can benefit your 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 life way more more like like as you said not only in health but in but in sort of creatively as well and um i think i think it is as as you were saying about about about, about addictions you it can, I, th- I think, not all addictions are bad addictions, and and singing, it's like as much as it can be addiction, it can be a passion, and it's not. It doesn't mean that like it's bad at all. It's it's just a different way of doing something because because they they always say hey, you can't you can't just drop an addiction. You can only replace it, and I think. I think I think replacing it with singing is, I mean I mean a way, a way better and more. I, th- I think just, just just more just more fulfilling um, sort of addiction to have. Um, so what what would you say? You've mentioned a few things, but what would you say motivates you to do what you do? What motivates you to make music? I would say one of the things that motivate me deeply is um, the love that I feel about um, parts of existence uh, and also at the same time the pain and the suffering felt from that same human experience uh, because I find that Music has what's so beautiful about music uh, is that uh, pain when is expressed. I think also pain when it's expressed alone it can be beautiful, but when it's expressed through music, it somehow turns um, into beauty um, because um, there is this. Um, enjoyment that you eventually receive from expressing something painful musically i find a lot of times songs that i had written um i I was writing them and i was crying as i was writing these songs because uh i felt really um i felt really uh emotionally vulnerable um, at these times and the more I was playing them and singing them to in order to write them to realize them so like writing writing some lyrics and then seeing how to fit them vocally etc every time I would repeat that process before I would actualize the song I would feel uh, like the pain was transcending more and more into something uh, beautiful yeah. uh, and uh, then it felt like I could almost take that pain and suffering and put it in a file where it was like it had a title it had a set of chords and a melody and rhythm and it was there to tap into um, whenever um, I sought to remember um, that experience, um, and uh, I find I find that uh, really magical um, about music, and also 
what what drew me even more to music is listening other people's uh, creations uh, there are certain albums um, from certain uh, uh, artists that um, I found um, it was so extraordinary that I could live a life um, inside that album like my whole life being themed based on those albums because there was such an immensely um, complex uh, and beautiful and rich uh, audio, visual and sensory um, image created through that music, like for example, um, I really admire Brian Wilson's independent compositions uh, when he was uh, working with the Beach Boys, but not not the surf rock albums. I I one of my favorite albums of his that got me uh, so excited about making music was the album Smile and the album Surfs Up, which he independently, uh, completely composed and found musicians to recreate his vision uh, without, um, without the labels and the manager's consent and so forth. And they found it to be at the at those times too experimental and too art rock and too not non-commercial because he was expressing lots of painful um, feelings. He was like uh, talking about suicidal thoughts, but in a really beautiful way, implicitly. And they were like, "This is not going to bring us any profit. This will make people feel sad." But now. These albums are recognized as um, as like they're compared sometimes to classical music because of their uh, compositional complexity, but also um, they've become known as some of the greatest albums of all time and like some of the early earliest forms of art rock. Um, so it, it, it is really beautiful um, because there's lots of these stories where artists just have something in their heart, a vision, they make it to life and don't care about um, anything else and at the start they get into deep trouble for doing it and then it's proven that this was a revolutionary step. Yeah, it's, it's so... I love the way that, like, in music and in, and in other art forms, you can you can express an emotion or a time in your life through through song or through performance or anything like that, and and how it can have such a big impact on people. But um, but like as as you said, you need a sort of lower end in well not 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 lower end you need the independent scene um for that to be possible and because because otherwise the commercial side would just try and push out because because uh, as you said like initially it wouldn't look as though that would sell because it's because it's not happy and upbeat but like there's so much deeper in it and there's so much deeper in in things that i think many people make that that it's hard to you well well you can't dismiss it and you can't go well that's that's not um of value when when really if it's if it if it's as you said like expressing an emotion it's and it's in a compact fit thing of of a song or an album then and that's got as much value as anything and and clearly those two albums have have sort of literally proved that point um and and 
that sort of leads me on to to, to, to my next question with with um, with you mentioning Brian Wilson and the Beach Boys. Who who else would you say inspires you? Not not necessarily just in music, but but in anything. Who who would you say inspires you? Another person mentioning uh, that I, it's worth to mention again in the in the field of music, but um, also um, what uh, was one of the most fascinating things about him is his lyricism. Is that Jeff Jeff Mangum? I think I might be pronouncing it correctly, uh, but he is the uh, lead. Um, songwriter of the uh, band called Neutral Milk Hotel and they've made an album called An Airplane Over the Sea uh, I, I think yeah. I remember it correctly and his lyricism uh, was so profound uh, to me that uh, just reading it alone uh, it made me cry and reading it whilst listening to the music brought that feeling forth even more and there is something there is something so captivating and fascinating about the energy uh, that he delivers the songs through and how uh, uh, how immensely passionate he was about um, that narrative that he created and what I found fascinating furthermore was that a lot of these songs were written uh, there were like lots of love songs talking about um, a female that he liked and that he, he felt like love for but not um, not a shallow form of love it's like some long lost like sisterhood brotherhood Thing. and it turned out that he felt so moved by Anne Frank the book yeah, um, yeah. her diaries that he after reading it he spent lots of time crying and like wondering why why did this happen to her uh, she's amazing and all this stuff and having lots of dreams about her so it, it was so fascinating to me to hear that one, one person can write such beautiful lyrics, such beautiful poetry uh, about somebody that is uh, essentially in his head a fictional character because they, they had never met in real life and lots of the songs are about him imagining them meeting and stuff. And some people find it a bit weird, but I like I like weirdness. Um, yeah, and, and I think I think that's that's so sort of sort of powerful the fact that, that that people don't have to ever meet or know of each other even to to have such an impact, and and it it just shows that that um that sort of especially in in sort of creativity that like that we can we can show that sort of um that this sort of feeling that that, that that it gives us and we can express what it does to us um through through like like the means of song or or performance or fine art or anything it gives us that outlet and and it's great how how people can just evoke such emotion in us um and and i think i think yeah it may it may seem weird but like 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 different different things are gonna work for different people and and it doesn't mean that like it's right or wrong it's just whatever works for that person great that's that's end of the day art is subjective like 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 just because some people don't don't like it doesn't mean it's bad um because it's gonna resonate with some with someone um so let's 
let's move on to, to, to the future then. Where would you, where do you see yourself? No, in fact, where do you want to be in five years' time? So, oh, there is like the side of me that thinks often of where I want to be and the side of me that often thinks like, oh, um, also I have to create a realistic version of yeah. that. Um, so the the realistic version of it first would be um, to be in a place where um, even if my um, profession um, is not primarily um, music that I will uh, have a profession that fuels exploration of um, consciousness uh, and um, love in existence so I was uh, really inclined towards um, when uh, finishing uni um, seeing um, on uh, taking courses with uh, sound therapy and forms of um, forms of um, therapy in the um, field um, concerning um, entheogenic um, entheogenic um, experiences uh, so um, that would be um, and entheogenic experiences uh, through whatever medium that brings forth an altered state to experience uh, notions of God and the divine. So like uh, forms of therapy that infuse that element of um, understanding, um, understanding the world self-realizing, getting um, um, getting uh, um, I don't know how to explain it um, being encouraged to to question um, really important questions uh, in order to reconstruct oneself because I think a lot of people are chained to an idea that they are um, a character that they've created themselves to be through uh, placing judgment upon themselves and being so in denial that perhaps that's just a perspective and it's not holistic reality and that brings forth lots of uh, depression it makes lots of people be chained to uh, that negative view of the world but it's just a perspective and not holistic reality and that's something that I would really uh, as I was in that place myself I would really love in the future to be involved in a um, profession that uh, helps um, people in that way to have an expanded view of reality where possibilities are endless and they um, they do not have to choose to live their lives um, thinking that their own limited perspective of who they are and who everybody is is the absolute truth. Um, and other than that, um, I would say um, yes, I would say actually um, that I still have um, to explore a bit more 
um, of all the possibilities uh, that exist in my fields of um, interest. Um, For example, I'm starting a radio show, hopefully to be um, to be completed the first draft of the recording the following weeks uh, in order to as well explore everything uh, uh, every field uh, of uh, profession and expertise involved around um, radio production um, because yes it's something that I love I love listening to the radio and uh, finding out new music and like how it's curated a person's radio show how they choose to record it and curate it and create a flow and a narrative um, is really fascinating to me Um, and yeah that's like me being more realistic if yeah. I was to be realistic I'd be like yeah I just want to make music and that's it <laughs> <laughs> so would you, does, does that change at all in 10 years or is it very much just just the same but to to a slightly higher goal there is always potentiality that uh, I might be introduced to more aspects um, of um, my fields of interest in existence that would make me inclined towards these paths music always being there but um, that's one of my conscious aims as well in life now that I'm on my third year to um, get myself out there as much as I can to meet um, new people involved in the creative field and also in other fields of interest of mine that merge with the creative field to see what is what is possible and what are the steps I would need to take shall I wish to um, follow that field as a career path Um, so I was inclined to like look for different workshops learning um, learning different uh, things that are branches of um, and the core of these, sorry, so they branch out, but the core is like art, music, and uh, psychology. Yeah, and I think that's that's awesome that like that like music gives you the opportunity to to sort of always be present while trying other things as well, and um, as. As, as we said many t- times, like, like, just just because you study one thing doesn't mean you have to, doesn't mean you can't try other things, and, and that's the beauty of this, and um, and it and like that's not limited to creative stuff as well. As you said, going into psychology and 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 all of those other th- things, it, those opportunities are still there. And that's the great thing about 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 uh, living in this day and age, essentially. So, what what would you what would you say you define as success? What is success to you? So, success to me is um, actually. Um, so I have different perspectives in it. One is that, um, as you imply, it is very subjective. So um, I think that um, we should completely shed off any 
uh, notions of what success is based on societal constructs that are um, that are founded on capitalism. So like competition, I think is uh, illusory in existence and so forth. And like um, a lot of like success is defined by competition through through society. But for me. I think success is to um, be completely content with uh, being in your body in existence and uh, completely accepting of everything that makes up reality, completely uh, disillusioned of uh, any limited perspectives of reality that you might impose as truth uh, in order to see the greater picture and um, through that, through not having that limited rigid perspective you see all of the potential that is there in terms of how life will unfold and all of the things that you can do in existence Um, also the acknowledgement like well the shedding of fear I would say rather to um, accept um, anything that you fear and face it Uh, because I think that uh, uh, fears when they're not faced they always follow you and creep around you and um that brings forth a limited perspective of existence uh, where you uh, think that you can't do something because uh, something bad will happen but uh, I'm pretty sure that because I've like felt that before that if it was to be our last day in, in this body and reality we would no longer be scared to do half the things we would be scared to do in uh, in uh, um, life now. So for me, it's quite a successful accomplishment to live like that, as if it was your last day. So you don't really care about what people think about whether you're good enough and about whether you're um, whether people are gonna understand your art or your music to just uh, get it out and believe in it because that's what feels right to do Um, and uh, I really like there's a form of yoga called laughter yoga but uh, I did it once um, like a certain um, um, organized session of it where we were all uh, everybody that was there because like laughter yoga is essentially laughing and saying silly things silly happy things yeah. like yeah. silly gestures with it and there was a part where we were all like just jumping around going like success 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 yeah. And I think that that is success alone to just to just be happy in the moment um, and make see the um, see that um, there is always amongst the infinite perspectives one can tap into to view reality from. There is a perspective that things are not that serious, um, which is a nice one to be in. Yeah, I think I think there's there's a lot of like I, th- I think it's so important to sort of strip away the thing of 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 success has to be this, but instead just just remember that like success can be sort of anything, and and, and as as you said, it's we need to take away the sort of competition look of the the society's put on us for what success is because because no one 
I mean, I mean, every everyone's doing their own thing, and and everyone has has their own things going on in life. So no one, so you can't all be competing against each other because because you're not in the same in the same battles, and you're not in the same um, and you're not on the same journey, and and I think that's that's so. I, th- I think people are starting to sort of get that more now, but but there's definitely a sort of a capitalistic sort of view on success is still very present. Um, I don't think so much in the arts now, but but definitely in in, in other just, just areas like 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 business and um, more more sort of academia. There's there's definitely a lot of that, that capitalistic view on success, but um, but as, as you mentioned about about things being being an achievement for you, what what do you say is your biggest achievement so far in your um, in your career creatively? considered big in terms of like um, societal the yeah. societal view of what is big so like let's say exhibiting uh, I once exhibited for the Horniman Museum nice awesome and also at uh, exhibited one painting at King's College at uh, the Department of Psychedelic Research that curated some uh, works to be yeah. sold. And, but I feel more proud of than these things of yeah. uh, getting uh, out and performing, uh, uh, performing music um, as that's a fairly recent thing for me. I've started making music since lockdown, so it was a very, very introverted um, start to making music, and I think that that was really good, to be fair, because um, being being in a house all the time um, gives you much more time to um, just explore and develop your skill sets but I I was always really scared of performing um, and I still um, I still get um, shivers um, shaking and like I get really nervous and my breathing and my heart uh, beats faster but um, just saying I don't care what I don't care whatever happens. I'm just going to do it. Um, it's been every time I have performed the most rewarding uh, feeling. Um, as in the past, thinking about myself in the past, uh, it was I was so fearful of performing that um, it. It was, I thought, like, will I ever do it in my life? I don't know. It seems impossible right now. So, yeah, I love things that seemed impossible before to just happen um, that you dreamed of. Yeah, and I, I think, I, th- I think that, yeah, that's completely it because, because it's, it's what's, an achievement to you rather than rather than like the, the societal things of having things in museums and that is obviously amazing but but it's but, but like being able to get up and and perform if that if that's what's what's a bigger thing for you then that's there's nothing wrong with that at all and that's and that's it's a great thing to do anyway because because the the well, I've I've always said the nerves before a performance is just you wanting to do your best. I would be more concerned if someone 
isn't nervous before performance because, because no matter how well you know whatever you're gonna do like, like if you don't feel nervous then then it's almost questioning how much you care about 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 what's gonna happen um i mean i mean that's that uh, yeah i think i think that's that that's something that um that that, that i've realized over time and definitely isn't anything to be to think is 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 if wrong is if right because because it's so personal to you right as if we finish have you got anything you want to plug where where can people find you where can people keep up to date with your with what with what you are making and what you are doing yes so um both are, so first and foremost on soundcloud i post some of my music and my sonic experiments and that is uh, christina with a ch and uh deva d-e-v-e-a um and um, um yeah christina deva on soundcloud and then instagram same thing christina with a ch underscore deva uh and um i think these two content shall people wish to check some stuff out awesome um, yeah. awesome well it's been great talking and i think everyone will have gotten a lot from it and i i especially did um so so until next week guys see ya so you should listen to christina's episode of the podcast she is a really really interesting maker and I really love the way that she is so driven by how much passion she has for for something rather than than the monetary value or or how much knowledge she has on the subject beforehand, which is really fresh and really just good to see, really. But that about wraps up this week for the Create Space podcast. Join me next week for another, where I've got another great conversation and another great guest for you all. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram at CNuddyAxer to keep up to date with all things Creative Space. Until next time, keep creating. <laughs>